0: Isn't that an exciting thing? It sounds like a sandwich at Hardee's or something, doesn't it? The beast. But uh, this guy is also called the Antichrist. And uh, it is amazing the power that this individual has. But he only has it because God has given it to him you have your Bibles, turn with me to Revelations. Chapter 13. And I saw a beast coming out of the sea. He had ten horns and seven heads with ten crowns on his horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had the feet of those of a bear and the mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal, fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was astonished and followed the beast. Men worshipped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast, and they also worshipped the beast and asked, Who is the beast. Who can take, who can make war against him? The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemy and to exercise his authority for 42 months. He opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. He was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. He was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All those names that have not been written in the book of life, belonging to the Lamb that was slain from the creation of the world. He who has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword he will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness, On the part of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns, like a lamb, but he spoke like a dragon. He exercised all authority of the first beast on his behalf, and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. And he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Because of the signs, he was given power. To do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. He was given power to give birth to the image of the first beast so that it could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his hand or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the numbers of the beast, for it is a man's number. His number is 666. Revelations chapter 13. The beast. I'm not going to be here for the beast. Say that with me. I'm not going to be here for the beast. This is tribulation time. The saints are taken out, and we need to know that this is what's going to happen, and we need to be prepared that we love Jesus every day of our life so we don't have to go through this horrible time. You know, people say, well, Pastor, we might have to go through part of the tribulation. I'll say, well, have fun. I'm not going. I don't want to go. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't even want to entertain the half a thought of being there. So what goes on here? The beast. You know, it, it is a simple thing in life. Simple thing in life, right here, is worship. God created us to worship him. You will worship. Well, I'm not going to worship the devil, and I don't want to worship God. So what's left? Self. The New Age is all about worshiping self. The New Age says, what this flesh desires, I want to give it. The New Age says, "What well, I can become a god. That's all what the Antichrist is all about. The New Age movement is, is part of his theology. I can be a god. And so he's thinking he is a god. And you've got to understand, God has given him this power to be the beast. And he is worshipped. The dragon gave the beast his power and the throne and great authority, and one of the heads of the beast had a feudal wound. You see, there has to be a similarity to Christ. The Antichrist is the opposite or instead of Christ and he will have a similar, quote-unquote, testimony as Christ. The beast from the sea is Satan's final masterpiece. Satan, the Antichrist, who towers above all dictators. You don't realize it, but people are dying in foreign countries because someone has become a tyrant Someone has become a dictator. In all of world history, the beast overshadows all of them. This man accepts the offer that, that Satan had given Jesus. Satan's thing was if, to Jesus, if you look, look down over this earth, if you just follow me, I'll give you all the powers of the world. The world worshipped him as a god. book of Daniel calls him, the beast. He's the counterfeit Christ. And people worship him. Men worship the dragon because he had given the authority to the beast. And they also worship the beast and asked, who is like the beast? It, it boggles my mind that people who have gone to college and have two or three degrees cannot figure out that God loves them and cares for them. Many times, people who are very educated refuse to accept the fact that God truly loves them. I love it when those who have several degrees come to God in the full realization of how much God loves them and propels the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The beast says, I deserve to be worshipped. The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemy. What's he do? He he blasphemes the name of God. He comes against the things of God. He comes against the nature of, of, of the earth. He comes against every living thing that will not worship him. We in America have what's called tolerance. Now, tolerance has changed in the last 15 years. Tolerance was, you do your thing, I'll do my thing, we'll make it happen. But thou, the left has taken tolerance and said, if you don't accept what I do, put your seal of approval on what I do, and agree with me 100%, then you're intolerant to me, and I am going to pitch a fit until you put the seal on me. Most all the different cartoons and secular uh, children's, programs are introducing alternate lifestyles. VeggieTales said, one of their creators said, we're going to have to figure this out because we'll have to address it somehow because the rest of the world is cramming it down the children's throats. The rest of the world is pushing it so hard we have to address it. We, We are living in the last days and this stuff will be propagated on all of us, we must realize that we will not bow down to the beasts. We will not. You see, it's not just the tribulation. The Antichrist spirit is already prevalent. We have people in Washington that are wanting to stop you from having the privilege of giving money to churches and getting a tax credit. They want to stop the church. They want to stop the concept of worship. Worshiping one true God. They want to take, in God we trust, off our currency. This is where the far left is at. And there has to be a balance to life. And we see that the Antichrist spirit, that when it rules and reigns in the tribulation, there will be No black or white. It will be solid. You will be either antichrist or you will serve Christ. And when you serve Christ, there's no gray area. When you serve Christ, more often than not, it's probably going to cost you your life. Because you'll be persecuted, you'll be tortured, you'll be having very difficult times if you come to Christ during the tribulation. So it's very important that we serve God now. That we serve God now. Because we must have our name in the Lamb's book of life. Because Jesus was slain from the creation of the world. It was his plan and his purpose, God's plan for him to come to this earth. He who has an ear, let him hear. Jesus loves you. He cares for you and wants you to live for him. The beast wants to be worshipped. The beast wants to be worshipped. You see, warfare will come. The beast fights God. He speaks blasphemous words against God. He speaks blasphemous words against the saints of God. He persecutes the saints. It seems strange that God would permit him to defeat saints. No one can take your soul. When you ask Jesus to come into your heart and you're saying, God, I want you in my heart. God, I want to say those things that will bring glory and honor to you. I want to act out the love of God whenever no one else is wanting to share love. I want to share the love of God. I want to be obedient. I want to be respectful. I want to do the things, God, you want me to do. The Antichrist says, I'm taking you out. But he can't take your soul. And so when it says here that he's going to eliminate you, he's going to take you out physically. But you're going to leave this earth of torture and and torment and go into the heavenly of heavens. It's going to be an awesome experience. The golfer had a close buddy and they golfed a lot. He said, you know, whichever one of us gets there, we need to communicate back if there's a golf course in heaven because we love playing golf so much. So sure enough, one of them passed. He said, now somehow communicate back to me if there's a golf course up there. I want to know. I'm just curious. I love playing golf. And so after the funeral, the guy's pretty put out. His best buddy's gone. He goes home and he falls asleep that night. And he has a dream middle of the night. And it's his buddy's talking to him about this golf course. He says, man, it's perfect. He said the sand traps are perfect. You look at the water, it just glistens. The grass is always perfectly groomed. He said, it's just absolutely awesome. He wakes up and he says, man, that's good news. There's a golf course in heaven and I'm going to get to play on it someday. That's good news. My buddy's up there enjoying it. That's good news. He falls back to sleep. And sure enough, he keeps dreaming about this golf course and his buddy says, oh, by the way, he says, you've got a tea time tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We all have a tea time. And it's important that we have Jesus in our heart before the tea time. And that doesn't mean a sip of tea. That means teeing off a ball in a golf course, okay? But it's important that we recognize the fact that there are those that will be paying the price because they came to know Christ after The tribulation had begun. Satan wants to destroy you. There is a warfare going on for your very soul. In every age, God's people have had to battle some type of demonic, satanic beast. You've got to recognize that God is greater than the things of Satan. wealth. If you can control worship, if you can control warfare, and if you can control wealth, you'll rule the world. And remember the Antichrist? It said nations, people of all races, all nations, he's going to rule the entire world. And how's he going to do it? He's going to do it by having you wear an insignia on your forehead or on your hand that is 666. What day was man created back in the book of Genesis? I don't expect you to answer that because you have to dig a little bit. And when you dig a little bit, you'll find out that man was created on the sixth day. The number six is man's number. How appropriate that the beast's name and the number corresponds of 666 as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So we have the Trinity involved in the satanic world of the Antichrist. You see, the Antichrist can do anything that Jesus did through the power of satanic force. And that's why he's the Antichrist. And so he, God doesn't give him a, a superior name. He gives him the name of man. You are a man to the power of three. God is greater than the Antichrist because the Antichrist received the power to do what he does through satanic forces, but God permits it to take place. And it's through the wealth. He has forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive the mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast. And, of course, that name of the beast is the number 666. When I came to town 15 years ago, they was assigning me a cell phone number. And I said, I'll have to skip that number. You've got to go to the next one. Because it had three sixes in a row in my phone number. And I wasn't going to have it. Nope, not me. Nope. You say, oh, Pastor, come on. Well, you know, it's just me. You can have it if you want. Uh, they can probably check and make sure you get it. Or you can get it on your you know, your, uh, your license plate. It's whatever. But the beast, it, it, he, he promises wealth because he's going to take complete control. Think about it. When you combine the political power, the economic power, and the religious power, you've got it all. The political power, the economic power, the religious power, you have it all. And the lost world is all about money. The lost world is all about power. The lost world is all about destruction of anything godly. So don't think it's strange that you fight depression. Don't think it's strange that you fight difficult times in your life know that you are fighting a battle for your very soul, and God is greater. You're on the winning side. And everyone said, you're on the winning side. And we will not have to face the Antichrist beast. We won't have to have a tattoo on our forehead or on our right hand saying, I I can do business today. But let me tell you something. It's going to be an ugly time for those who have to go through it. It will cost them their life. Just know this, that Jesus is on your side. And when your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you can continue to seek the face of God. You continue to be empowered by God and know that God cares for you that God cares for you and He's going to equip you to live a good life. He's going to go before you. He's going to help you in every way. You must surrender to Him. Seek ye first the King of God and His righteousness and all of these other things will be added unto you. The house, the car, the food, the clothes. Seek ye first. Put God first. And putting God first, the tenth cents out of every dollar is the Lord's. You see, the Antichrist... He took everything. He took everything. He took your took the you know, the ability away from you to purchase. He took the ability for you to make a profit totally away from you unless you took his mark. God says I want to give you life and I want to give you life more abundantly. So the total opposite of what the Antichrist is doing is what God wants you to have. He wants you to have abundance. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have contentment. God is still in control. And we have to remind ourselves that God is still in control and we've got to seek His face and know that He will provide for us in every way. Shall we pray? Father God, we must become... Enlightened in the things of Revelation and to realize that we don't want any part of the beast. We don't want any part of the tribulation. We've got to understand, Lord, those are going to be very difficult times for it's called the Great Tribulation. And so, God, in order for that to take place, uh, we must be saved, set apart for kingdom use. God, forgive us where we've taken things for granted. Forgive us for not giving you thanks for the sunlight. Forgive us for giving you thanks for the breath that we breathe. Lord, may we take nothing for granted and may we give you all the glory and all the praise and all the thanks for that is what you require. Lord, we're simply your servants set apart for kingdom use. And Lord, we want souls to be saved. Lord, we want to walk on streets of gold someday. We want to be prepared to lead somebody to Jesus this week. Lord, we want to see them escape the great tribulation. And Lord, help us to realize that we're not just putting in our time when we come to church, but we're worshiping the king. We're worshiping the God of the universe. We're declaring his truth and his will to be accomplished in our lives. Lord Jesus, be poured out in this place. Lord Jesus, be poured out in this place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're here this morning and you say, Pastor, I I haven't really realized just how awful it's going to be. And I've been a little bit little laxed in my daily devotions. I haven't been praying like I need to. I haven't been reading the word like I need to. And you'll say, Pastor, that's where I'm at today. I want to hunger and thirst after righteousness. You'll raise a hand and say, Pray for me that I'll hunger and thirst. Yes, yes. Pray for me that I'll hunger and thirst. Because that's really what we have to do. We have to hunger for God. We have to become thirsty for the things of God. We have to realize that God's more important than than the actual food that's on the table. God's more important than 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 anything else in life. We must have a daily devotion time. Because if we don't, the devil has a daily time for us to focus on. If we don't read godly books and, 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 and keep our nose in the Bible, the devil will give you a book to read. The devil will distract you and keep you from the very power and the very life that is in the Word. The Word is empowering you to say no to Satan and yes to the Lord Jesus Christ. So I just beg of you to get the phone put on your smartphone, get Get, get the Bible put on your phone and, and, and allow yourself to be saturated with godly Word every day. That you'll be equipped to fight the devil because you're going to fight or you're going to just Go down the stream that the devil has laid out for you and your life will be miserable because the devil wants you to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. He wants you to go out and be disrespectful to authority. He wants you to go out and do your own thing and it's all evil. God, on the other hand, wants your heart. He wants to give you peace. God wants your will. He wants to give you The ability to be responsible and not yield to uh, the things of the devil. Not yield to the old carnal flesh, but tell the flesh, get out of bed, you've got to go to church, you've got to worship God. We all fight a battle, but God is a victor. And you are a victor as you get on the right side. And that side is get on the side of God by reading His Word, by focusing upon Him, by being in church, by, by just forcing yourself to push your body in the presence of God. For He loves you today. He loves you today. Will you stand? It would be my privilege to anoint you with oil and to pray over you this morning. The altars are open. Will you come? Will you come? You know, part of the message was about seeking God. God. Now is the time to come and seek God. Seek Him with all of your heart. God spoke to us last Sunday morning about, as a whole church, that we needed to seek God. And I encourage you to come and seek God. The Scripture says, Who who seeks shall find. He who knocks, the door shall be opened. I just encourage you to come and seek the presence of God. Say, God, make Yourself real to me. Holy Spirit, pray through me. Will you come and just take a moment to sit in God's presence, just to raise a hand and say, God, I'm here. Speak to my heart. Lord, I want the healing. I want divine empowerment. I want your strength. God, I want everything you've got for me. Will you come and pray? Will you please come, spend a moment or two in God's presence?